0: Joe Biden has invited a drag queen who dances for children to the White House today to celebrate the so-called Respect for Marriage Act. Also, a Biden administration official named Sam Britton is now facing more charges related to stealing women's luggage at the airport. Very, very strange. Also, American Girl is responding to the backlash about their book. We've got all of that and more. It's a little bit of a weird episode. This cold open is just for the people who are listening. And then the rest of it is going to be um, a YouTube live mostly because the power was out at the studio today. And so this is just, I ask you to please give relatable grace because it's going to sound a little bit different and it's going to look a little bit different for the people watching on YouTube, but it's the hopefully it's the same great content, a little bit more casual, um, as you will see. Also, I'm wearing my Raise a Joyful Ruckus sweatshirt. Um, we've still got all of our merch available. Use Alley24, 20% off. We've got a merch war going on. We're competing. Um, against each other as hosts to see who can sell the most merch we're winning no big deal so make sure that we continue to win by going to the link in the description um all right this episode is brought to you by your friends at go to ranchers go to go to slash alley nope just go to use promo code alley for american meat delivered that's go to code alley go to code alley So uh, this is a live stream that I'm doing on my YouTube channel. If you are listening to this, then it's going to sound a little different. I've got my headphones on, but it's also going to be a little more casual because the live setting just kind of changes things. But overall, it's going to be the same. We are going to talk about the things that uh, we typically talk about. We have a lot of stories that I wanted to cover today today. And all that good stuff. Also, if you hear this really loud noise outside of my window, it is a television that was damaged by the storm, and I can't figure out how to make it stop making (laughs) this crazy noise. So we're all over the place today, but we are delivering relatable to you, even amidst the chaos of this day. All right, we're going to talk about a few things. The thing that I wanted to talk about the most is the story about the Biden White House signing the so-called Respect for Marriage Act, and I have to open up the document because with all of this technological stuff, I had to close it earlier, and so now I have to open it back up, and it's telling me that I need access to it, and then I need to switch my account, and then I have to verify on my phone that I've switched. Okay, now I've got it. I've got it. Okay, this story about Joe Biden, um, elected by our beloved pro-life evangelicals for Biden in the 2020 election, inviting a drag queen named Margie Cummings, okay, to the White House for the signing of this Respect for Marriage Act. So we will discuss that. We will also talk about a little bit about the Respect for Marriage Act. Also, American Girl, we talked about this story last week. They've responded to some of the backlash because, you know, they published that book encouraging girls to get puberty blockers if they don't like their bodies or if they're confused, and they've responded to that a little bit. And then just keeping in this theme of just sexual and moral chaos, we are going to have a follow-up to the Sam Britton story that we discussed last week. He is the guy that's in the Biden administration. He is part of the energy department and he has stolen women's luggage at multiple airports now and is is facing felony charges. Of course, we shouldn't be surprised by that at all because women or men who wear women's clothing are always going to be inherently unstable. So it shouldn't surprise us that he's committing these crimes, but we'll talk about that story. And then if we have time, we'll talk about a few other things. This uh, former transgender Navy SEAL. Navy SEAL, who decided that he was going to detransition. And I've really wanted to get into for the past couple of weeks. And we've just kept putting it off because it's such a big topic. The euthanasia that is um, not just happening in Canada because it's been happening for a while, but is being promoted and glorified in Canada. And then there's also this uh, artificial womb facility model that has been published that some people are praising. And then some people, as you can imagine, are very concerned about. And I, myself, am one of those people that has this concern. So that's what we will try to get to today, at least some of this stuff. So let's start with what I think is the craziest story, but at this point, maybe the most expected, maybe the least surprising story. And that is President Joe Biden inviting this drag queen to the White House to celebrate the so-called Respect for Marriage Act. If you missed our summary about what the Respect for Marriage Act is, it is, of course, like many of these bills, not at all appropriately named because it is not about respecting marriage. It is really about making it more difficult for religious individuals, business owners, and institutions to abide by the natural view of marriage. That's not the most troubling part about it. The most troubling part about it is that the state is trying to assert authority that it does not have. The government does not have the ability to redefine marriage because the government did not create marriage. Marriage is based on the biological complementarianism that only exists between men and women. And that is pre America, pre government, pre civilization. It is not something that can be changed, it's something that is immutable. It's also something that is good for society. It creates stability and security for children who then grow up to be future adults and voters and business leaders and uh, those who are shaping our culture. And so there are a lot of practical, political, theological reasons to protect the natural definition of marriage as between one man and one woman. Of course, we as Christians know that God ordained marriage in the beginning from Genesis 1. Genesis 1.27 tells us exactly what marriage is supposed to be. Jesus repeats that in Matthew 19, Matthew 19, 4 through 5. Jesus, who is, of course, um, part of the Godhead, or he is a person in the Godhead, rather, uh, he also created marriage and he defines marriage. And we as Christians don't believe that any state has the authority to supersede him in that defining. So those are some of the problems with this so called respect for marriage acts that attempts to do something that it can't and will lead to the further silencing of Christian individuals, um, even more so than we already see in the cases of, for example, Jack Phillips and Lori Smith and others who are trying to run their business in a way that aligns with their faith. So that's the Respect for Marriage Act. And yet you had a lot of people like David French, who I guess, I don't know how he defined himself, but probably as a principled conservative who puts principles over party And uh, you've got people who define themselves as Christians, maybe Christian moderates or Christian independents, or people who see a benefit in both Republicans and Democrats saying that this bill is actually good, that it is a step forward to positive pluralism, that this is how we live together as a society. Don't you think it's interesting that in these battles over pluralism, it's always Christians who have to compromise? Like it's always the pre-civilizational stuff that has to be given up. I think that's interesting. Um, But they said, you know, this is a totally moderate bill. There's nothing controversial about it. And oh, by the way, it protects interracial marriage as if that was something that was on the line that was, you know, uh, going to expire at some point. And they tried to rally Christians and even conservatives to support it. And of course, you had Republicans in both the House and the Senate. Who supported it, even without any religious liberty protections? Keep in mind that Democrats blocked every attempt to protect religious liberty by Republicans to both the House and the Senate. And as I said, there were Republicans that voted yes on this bill, even without those protections. So we have this—we uh, have this bill that people are saying is totally non-controversial. And then what does Joe Biden do? Joe Biden apparently invites. This drag queen to celebrate the bill, to celebrate the signing of the bill. What does that tell you? Is this bill really about bringing people together? Is it really just this like uh, moderate, common sense piece of legislation to establish the simple union of two men or two women? Uh, It's obviously not. It is a part of the sexual revolution. And the fact that he is inviting this drag queen, and if I had the ability to pull up a picture for you, I would, shows you uh, what he's actually about. This is an administration who supports, who condones, who glorifies the most radical parts of the sexual revolution, puts it on display, and still, in another year, you will have people who identify as Christians, the pro-life evangelicals for Biden, uh, saying that this guy is the unifier. This guy is a moderate. This guy is the real Christian. So who is this person? Margie Cummings, who is bragging about being invited by the White House to the signing of the so-called Respect for Marriage Act. Well, according to the TikTok, she tweeted this. Biden invited a drag queen to the White House today for the signing of the Respect for Marriage Act. This drag queen performs and puts on shows for, you guessed it, kids. The Biden administration admin encourages this, lives of TikTok says. Sorry, I said Margie. This person's name is Marty G. Cummings. Um, To be a non-binary drag artist, this drag queen says, invited to the White House is something I never imagined would happen. Thank you, President and Dr. Biden, for inviting me to this historic bill signing grateful doesn't begin to express the emotions I feel. And then there are a lot of pictures online of this man who is dressed up as a scantily clad woman. That's what a drag queen is, posing with children, dancing with children. There is a particularly disturbing picture that was posted by Libs of TikTok, where this man dresses scantily clad woman with these like knee high boots on and this like one, you know, leotard thing is Spinning on what looks like a bar with his legs in the air, with his crotch out there um, in the direction of a little kid who appears to be, I don't know, maybe six feet away from him watching this display. Um, as I've said before, there is no innocent reason for a man to want to dress up as a woman and dance for children. Like there is no innocuous reason for that. There's no non Predatory reason for that, like a normal, stable man is not excited by, is not even willing to dress up like a woman, one, then dress up like a scantily clad woman, two, and then three, dance for children. You have something wrong with you if you are doing that. And yet, these are the kind of people that the Biden administration keeps on hoisting up, keeps on inviting in, keeps on um, including as a part of their coalition. I mean, we have Rachel Levine, the name that this person goes by, who has condoned and has recommended things like puberty blockers and chemical castration for minors. Again, there is no innocent reason for that. We know enough about the science about puberty blockers and cross-sex hormones and the double mastectomies and the castration that's going on in minors who are simply confused about who they are, or sometimes they're dealing from with some kind of sexual trauma that has led them into the spiral of confusion that then is exacerbated by these irresponsible psychologists and doctors and parents who allow them to then go through these medical procedures. I mean, the Biden administration has released guidance The HHS has released guidance under the Biden administration and under the direction of people like Rachel Levine saying that all of this stuff is good. The stuff that causes permanent sterility, this uh, mutilation of people's bodies. I mean, there is just no indication whatsoever that Joe Biden is a Christian, that he has any Christian values. The things that he and his administration pushes for are radical. They're sexually radical. They're morally radical not to mention his support of the legalization and the taxpayer-funded legalization of abortion through all nine months of pregnancy. This is a wicked administration. Wicked leadership causes chaos. We know that God is not a God of confusion, that he is a God of peace. We see from Genesis to Revelation that he is a God of order. He is a God of definitions. He is a God of distinctions. And he is a God of processes. He creates the things that he creates. He sets the rules that he does. He defines things the way that he does, not because he's a fuddy-duddy, but because he loves us and he um, gets glory from human flourishing. He gets glory from us living out our created order. And when any leader tries to purposely confuse that created order, especially at the expense of the most vulnerable well, to borrow a phrase from Jesus, I think it would be better for Joe Biden to have a millstone wrapped around his neck than it will be um, in the day of judgment for him. Uh, that's what I'll say. This is yet another example of the wickedness, the evil, the confusion, the chaos of this administration. Just a little bit more about this um, uh, drag queen. I mean, this is someone who goes by the drag queen name of Marty Goodcomings. All right, just a sicko, a weirdo, and this is a person who dances for children, a man. Hey, this is how Fox News describes it. A non-binary drag queen who has repeatedly attacked, who has repeatedly attacked police online to attend the Respect for a Marriage Act signing ceremony. Tuesday. I mean, that's at least of my concerns about this person, but it does just kind of show the duplicitousness and or duplicity, if you will, or the hypocrisy. Of Joe Biden. This is someone who claimed to care about blue collar jobs, to care about the police. That was a part of his campaign. Of course, he is inviting this radical anti police drag queen to a signing of his legislation. Uh, uh, Cummings is a New York City based drag artist, television personality, and political figure. Uh, A regular fixture in the city's nightlife and in politics says I'm a proud femme queer non-binary drag artist who wants to defund police and fund education we already fund education education is more funded than it's ever been the problem is those funds go to bureaucratic bloat, and not to student success or to teacher equipping. Affordable housing, social work, and I'm running for city council along with a lot of other queer candidates. And we are going to fight for you, the people, not police unions, not real estate, but for you. Um, this person says, uh, F the police. Cummings tweeted on uh August 24th, 2020. Yes, we want to defund the police. He says, Yes, we want to abolish ice. No, we won't settle for anything less, and we'll continue to fight for this. To happen. And of course, this is someone who said A Cab, which stands for all cops are. If you have kids, maybe close their ears. All cops are bastards. Uh Cummings also performed a drag event while singing Baby Shark to a small child. That should be enough to put this person in jail. According to video, Cummings shared in a March 2019 tweet un- uncovered by the Daily Signal. Anyone who thinks drag isn't for children is wrong. Cummings tweeted after posting the video drag is expression and children are such judgment free beings. They really don't care what you're wearing, just what you're performing. And that's really the point, isn't it? Like they don't have the ability to judge things yet. And they basically just do what they're told. They believe what they're told. And it's really easy to convince children of something because they're very malleable. They're very moldable. They're very naive. Which is, of course, why activists like this seek affirmation about their life choices and their sexual preferences and their so-called gender identities from them. It's very sick. It's very perverse. Of course, there's something sexual about drag performances. There is something inherently sexual and perverse about a man dressing up like a caricature of a woman with fake boobs on and a thong and twerking for children. And I'm not going to be gaslit into thinking that that's innocent, that there is any non sick reason for something like that. And yet, this is the kind of person that Joe Biden is including in his coalition. That tells you something. This is just one of many people, by the way. He's got people actually in his administration who promote these kinds of lifestyles. What was the guy who was the head of monkeypox? By the way. What happened to monkeypox? Isn't that weird how it just kind of went away after they couldn't sell the line to the public that this was something that apparently equally affected everyone, but that it was actually being passed typically through gay orgies. And they realized, oh, no, you know what? This is going to cause too much homophobia. So we're just not going to talk about this anymore. Um, All right. Now, let me pause. Let me tell you about our first sponsor for the day. And that is Genu Cell. So, if you are looking for uh, an anti aging skin regimen, you're like me, you don't want to do the whole Botox and filler thing. You're trying to do everything that you can to keep your skin looking fresh without doing anything invasive. Then maybe you should try out Genu Cell from now until Christmas. Genu Cell's most popular package is 70% off at genucell.com. Treat yourself and a loved one to the absolute best skincare, See those troubling forehead wrinkles, the fine lines, skin redness, or the bags that you have under your eyes that maybe you don't absolutely love. You can work on those with GenuCell's skin care. With its immediate effects, see results in less than 12 hours guaranteed or your money back. That's a really good guarantee. And included in every most popular package is your free hyaluronic acid serum for skin hydration that will restore your youthful appearance. So go to genucel.com slash alley. That's G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash alley now. Enter my promo code ally for an additional 10% off your entire order. So that's like 80% off. That's pretty amazing. Every order today is instantly upgraded to free express shipping. Genucel.com slash dot com slash alley. All right, let's go to the next story that we've got. So I do want to talk about the American girl thing, but let's go to the Sam Britton story. Let's just keep with the Biden administration. So this person was not appointed by Joe Biden, but does work technically in the Biden administration. He's a nuclear official and the Biden admin. And as we talked about, I think it was last week or maybe it was a couple weeks ago. This guy, again, I'd put up pictures if I could, but Uh, He went viral earlier this year when he got this job because he is a man who dresses in women's clothing and he has taught very explicit and very disturbing and dark sex workshops at different places, including on college campuses. I mean, we are talking about like BDSM, violent kind of stuff, also something that I could have gone my whole life. Uh, without knowing about, and that is pup play. That is where Sam Britton and his buddies dress up like dogs in leather masks and do weird stuff. And he's very public about this. He posts this kind of stuff. And apparently he also, even outside of just the uh, sexual perversion that this guy very openly demonstrated, that he had a horrible reputation for being extremely dishonest and manipulative, someone who was untrustworthy, someone who was very unstable. He always built himself as like an anti-conversion therapy um, activist. Uh, But from what I see, but also what I heard, people were really surprised. Even people in his circle were surprised when he got the job because everyone knows that he has such a bad past, a past that is riddled with all kinds of um uh, sneaky if not criminal things. And now he has gotten in trouble with the law again because he was caught in October stealing a woman's Vera Bradley suitcase from the uh baggage claim at the Minneapolis airport and then he lied to authorities about it and it wasn't just an accident because he did not check a bag so he had no reason to wait a baggage check and he did not return the clothes as far as we know and now it's happening again like he was already facing charges and I believe that his first trial was coming up but now he has another luggage theft charge according to the New York Post so the New York Post says the non-binary Biden nuclear official, Sam Britton, fired after multiple luggage theft charges. Sam Britton is no longer a DOE employee. Uh, they're not going to comment on it. They said the 35-year-old Biden administration deputy assistant secretary for spent fuel and waste disposition at the DOE's Office of Nuclear Energy was reportedly canned after being charged with stealing a woman's suitcase from a Minneapolis airport in September. Okay, I said October. And another woman's bag from Las Vegas airport in July. Okay, so this had happened previously. This is not something that happened since his theft in September. This is something that happened back in uh, July, and I guess that is just now coming to light. Britain, who was appointed to his former position in June, was caught on surveillance cameras, making off with a $320 bag from Las Vegas' Harry Reid International Airport's baggage claim area bag that contained more than $3,500 worth of jewelry, clothing, and makeup, according to police. Britain, who uses they, them pronouns, and does not identify exclusively uh, uh, as either male or female. I think we had a sign that this person wasn't doing well. I was described by a detective as a white male adult. Oh, my goodness. This Oh, this transphobic detective. I can't believe that they described this person as a white male adult wearing a white T-shirt with a large rainbow-colored atomic nuclear. (laughs) symbol design. In the Las Vegas Metropolitan uh, Police Department's arrest warrant. Wow. A white male. How could they not tell from Sam Britton's just Aura that he is clearly non-binary. Guys, when it comes down to it, no one actually believes in anything called non-binary. No one actually believes that someone can actually transition genders. All right. We all know at the end of the day, you're either male or female. It does not matter how what you say that you are, or the pronouns that you announce, or what you declare, or what you feel. Everyone knows and has known for literally all of human history that gender is not something that you choose. It's not something that you feel on the inside. It's something that is. It's something that goes down to your DNA and is very often, very often, but not always obvious through secondary sex characteristics. It's literally how we have ordered societies for all of time for good reason. And chaos breeds chaos, as you can see. Uh, Britain faces felony grand larceny charges in the Las Vegas theft case and felony theft charges for the Minneapolis St. Paul airport incident, where he's accused of stealing that Vera Bradley suitcase. Last week, a group of House Republicans led by a Georgia representative, Andrew Clyde, called on Energy Secretary Jennifer Granholm to remove Britain from the DOE. Yeah, I would say so. I would say so. Oh my goodness, very strange, very strange. So people, some people are just now coming out to say, you know what, this guy, he's a klepto. He's probably weird. And wow, we didn't know that he was so unstable. That's not good. He should be fired. Well, maybe someone, maybe a man who wears women's clothing and teaches BDSM like sex workshops Maybe that person shouldn't be hired for a government position. Like maybe those are really good indicators that this person is not stable, that this person needs help. I know that we have removed all limits and we removed all definitions and we've tried to remove all stigma and all shame so that we accept everyone's choices and everyone's identities and we're not allowed to distinguish between right and wrong, stable and unstable well and unwell anymore, but I'm not playing that game. There is a reason that we have those instincts. There is a reason why we have distinctions. The reason is because it keeps us safe. It helps us order society. It helps us have strong and stable communities. When you get rid of all of those distinctions in the name of Destigmatization, what you have is anarchy. People do not operate in anarchy well. People crave truth. They crave clarity. They crave distinctions and definitions, which is why all of this is going to lead to a total state of disorder and disarray, as we are already seeing. And disarray and disorder is always a precursor for totalitarianism. I mean, if you can't see that, that is where we have been headed for a while. I honestly, I'm not really sure what to tell you. All right, we have a couple more things to talk about. Let me go ahead and pause and tell you about our second sponsor for the day. That is Annie's Kit Club. It is one of my favorite sponsors. They have been a big supporter of the show for a long time. Great company. They offer a great service. Uh, those of you who are parents out there, parents of school-age kids, Uh, you are about to have your kids home for a few weeks for Christmas, which is always a really fun time, but they're going to have a lot of downtime. And I know that you don't want to hear your kids saying that they're bored a million times starting the day after Christmas. So you need to make sure that they can spend their downtime in a way that is productive, that is constructive and, um, giving them something to do autonomously. And that is where Annie's kit club comes in. They offer these. Awesome crafts for your kids. It's perfect for ages about seven to 12 shows up right to your front door. They've got a variety of crafts based on, you know, whether you have a son or daughter, they've got STEM projects, they've got jewelry making, they've got woodworking kids. All the supplies and all the instructions that they need come inside this box. So You can subscribe so you can get a craft every month right to your front door. No long-term contracts. If you don't like it, you can cancel at any time. So go to annieskitclubs.com slash Allie. Get your first month for 75% off. That's annieskitclubs.com slash Allie for 75% off your first month. annieskitclubs.com slash Allie. All right. Unfortunately, our YouTube live Cut off. I don't really know what happened. So I'm recording the rest of this on my computer. uh, So hopefully, we can get the full episode out there. It's just crazy over here with the weather and all of that, and not being able to be in studio. So thank you so much for bearing with me. I just want to quickly talk about this American Girl story, Uh, this body book that they put out and that received a lot of backlash that we talked about last week. Go listen to last week's episode if you haven't done that. Already American girls responding to the backlash. Just as a quick summary, they published a book about girls' bodies and about puberty and about growing up that uh, included the promotion of puberty blockers and the promotion of the ridiculous and very harmful and even deadly idea that you can switch genders based on how you feel and promoted the outright lie that puberty blockers are just a temporary pause so you can figure out who you are. Puberty blockers can cause life long, sterility, infertility, all kinds of reproductive issues. Your mind and your body both require puberty to grow up in a healthy way. And again, I'll ask what group of people benefits from children being stuck in perpetual physical and mental adolescence and immaturity. Just ask yourself that. Ask yourself that question. American Girl is promoting this. American Girl used to be a company that cared about confidence, that cared about loving your body, stewarding your body well, and now they have completely betrayed the girls that they say that they are serving. And they are responding to this according to USA Today. So Julie Parks is the spokesperson for U- or for American Girl, and she says, as far as we are aware, no other American Girl book has received similar criticism. Yeah, I wonder why. Oh, it seems like she's clued in. She says, a Smart Girl's Guide body image book um, is about uh, loving yourself, living life to the fullest, and celebrating all kinds of bodies. It's the first book that they have published that addresses issues surrounding gender identity and expression. Yeah, maybe that's why you're getting the backlash that you are. She says our smart girls guides are known for supporting young people and their families through a variety of complex adolescent topics. They weren't known for supporting young people. They were known for supporting young girls. And I know that people say this is not the erasure or transgenderism is not the erasure of women. It's not the erasure of girls. Of course it is. Of course it is. Yes, it is. Girls don't have anything special to them anymore. There's nothing that can just talk about a girl's body. There's nothing that a girl can access, no space that a girl can have that is just her own, no team that she can compete on against other girls. Of course, it is the erasure and in some ways the subjugation of women and girls. According to USA Today, American Girl's website has been overwhelmed with negative reviews of the book. Its backlash also comes amid a historic year of states considering or passing anti-LGBTQ legislation, including book bans in schools, bans on gender-affirming care. This is, of course, USA Today's (laughs) ridiculous language. Care for transgender young people, restrictions on discussions of LGBTQ topics in elementary school classrooms. It's so revealing when they use this kind of euphemistic language in the media. First of all, there's no such thing as gender affirming care. Gender affirming care is the exact opposite of what it is. Gender affirming care when it comes to so-called transgender people is actually telling people that they're in the wrong body. It's telling people that they need to change some fundamental things about themselves in order to be authentic. And that does does not make any sense. It's harmful to their bodies. It's harmful to their minds. There absolutely should be bans on puberty blockers and cross sex hormones and procedures for minors. Absolutely. Anti-LGBTQ legislation. I guess what they mean by that is these bans on puberty blockers and restrictions on discussions of LGBTQ topics in elementary school classrooms. Is that a problem? Why is that a problem? Why does this need to be discussed in elementary schools? Why do you need to talk to a five-year-old about whether or not they like their genitalia? You're a bunch of weirdos. You're a bunch of weirdos. The 96-page book is marketed as a resource for everything you need to know about developing a healthy body image, providing readers with activities, tips, crafts, real girl stories, and a reminder that all bodies are worthy of love and respect totally agree with that and one way to love your body is uh to embrace what it is you were born a girl it's good to be a girl it's great to have a girl's bodies a girl's body and you can wear what you want to wear you don't like you, you don't have to like frills you don't have to be a ballerina you don't have to be dainty you can like four wheelers you can like sports you can like to wear pants but you're still a girl that's something to embrace that's something to be proud of, that is worthy of love and respect. You don't have to pretend that you're a boy in order to find comfort and confidence in your body. That is the message that we need to be telling our young girls. The book says being transgender is not an illness or something to be ashamed of. If you're questioning your gender identity or if you already know for sure that you're trans or non-binary, talk with an adult you trust like a parent or a school counselor. Now you'll remember that, um, these stories that we have told these testimonies from parents where the school counselor got involved, they were the trusted adult and the parent wasn't when a child goes to this school counselor and says, Hey, I think I'm non-binary, which is a nonsensical term that again, doesn't have any correlation to reality, or I think I'm transgender, but Hey, I don't trust my parents. That often the state will step in and take this child out of its parents custody. And the, um, Terrible story out of California of the immigrant family of Yaley Martinez. She killed herself by jumping in front of a train after this process of jumping from group home to group home after she was insisting that she was a boy. And the school affirmed her, did not tell her mother. Her mother, when she found out, did not support this so-called transition. And then eventually, because she was totally disconnected from her support system, she had no one that really cared about her and really loved her. She ended up killing herself. Now ask yourself, did the school counselor and all of the people at school who affirmed her, did the social worker, did they show up to the funeral? Did they take any responsibility for it? No, it's the mother who is picking up the pieces. It's the parents who know, it's the parents who care, these doctors, these psychologists, these surgeons. They're making money off of it. The teachers feel a sense of self-validation and affirmation from it. And yet they will not be there when this girl turns 25 and realizes that she wants children and can never have them. Or when she does miraculously have a child, but she wants to breastfeed and she never can. They won't be there picking up the pieces of her lifelong depression or anxiety or her suicidal thoughts. The parents will be. And yet American girl is trying to divide parents from their children and push this deadly and dangerous ideology on the very girls that they say they love. And then we also include in this, it's not just girls who want to identify as boys that they're addressing here. Apparently, they are also addressing boys who identify as girls. So this is not a book like for girls in any way, because they quote someone named Jazz Jennings, who is a a young man who was a boy who transitioned a long time ago, who seems to be going through like a lot of really terrible things that I really feel sad for this person, but they quote Jazz Jennings, being transgender isn't a medical transition. It's a process of learning to love yourself for who you are, but it's actually not. You can't love yourself for who you are. And so you're going through all of these very painful and um, destructive procedures to try to change who you are. And this just goes back to a worldview that is completely opposed to not just science, but also the Christian worldview. It's this kind of dualism that separates the body from what someone thinks and what someone feels on the inside. And it's this idea that what you feel on the inside is who you really are. And the body really is just arbitrary. It doesn't give you any indication of your identity or... Um, or who you should be, or it doesn't really have any purpose. It doesn't tell you what you can do. It really is just kind of a clump of cells. It's just a ball of matter and you can shape it to whatever you want to conform to how you feel on the inside. But the Christian worldview cares very much about the flesh. We care very much about the body. We believe the body has a telos. We believe the body has a purpose, that it was intentionally created by God, that it was very uh, purposefully created by God. We believe in a resurrection of the bodies one day. We believe that Jesus is God made flesh. That's how much we care about the body. We don't diminish the body as something that's unimportant or something that is secondary to what we feel, but actually our inside and outside are inextricably intertwined. God really cares about the body. 1 Corinthians 6, 19, or 6.9 rather says that the body is the dwelling place for the Holy Spirit. It's not something that we should be mutilating. It's not something that we can change to try to match what our feelings are on the inside. It doesn't work like that. Genesis 1.27 says very clearly that God made us male and female, and he saw that it was not just good but very good. And if God is the creator of the heavens and the earth, He's the authority over it. He's the definer of all things. He is the giver of our of all value. First John four eight says that God is love. Therefore, everything that God defines, everything that God designs, is done from love. We cannot love our neighbor by disagreeing with God and His creation. We cannot outcompassion Him. We can't outjustice Him. We can't out empathy him by disagreeing with what he says about marriage or the family or sexuality or gender. The most loving thing that we can do at all times is agree with God. He's wiser than us. He's better than us. He's more loving than us. He created us male and female. There's a lot of people, some even professing Christians, who think they can outlove God by being more tolerant than him, being more inclusive than him, being more accepting than him, that they've moved on. They've graduated from God's definition of right and wrong or male and female and they've moved into this new enlightened definition of what it really means to be a good person they will always fail God will not be mocked he is the source and the arbiter and the creator of all goodness and all righteousness and all truth every time you disagree with him you are not just you are you are not just hating God you are hating other people he and he alone knows what is best for us Um, All right. Uh, Let me tell you about our last sponsor for the day, and then we'll just say a couple more things, and um, then we will head out. Uh, Last sponsor is Birch Gold. So we know that we are in an unstable world right now. We don't know what the future holds. We don't know what inflation is going to look like a year from now. We don't know how the supply chain is going to function a year from now. You just want to make sure that your savings are secure and Birch Gold can help you do that. This month, you'll get a free gold back for every $5,000 purchased when you convert an existing IRA or 401k into Precious Metals IRA with Birch Gold by December 22nd. Birch Gold will help you own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered account. Text Alley to 989-898. Claim your free info kit on gold. Then talk to one of their Precious Metal specialists. Plus, with every purchase you make before December 22nd, you'll get a free gold back. It's a great stocking stuffer just in time for Christmas. Text Allie to 989-898. Allie to 989-898. All right. So that's a, that's all I have time for today. There was something I wanted to react to, but you know, I don't think that I'm going to have time to do it. It's a TikTok I'll react to it tomorrow. Tomorrow, what I think that we are going to talk about is Santa, why I don't do Santa, we don't do Santa uh, with our kids. I've thought about this a lot, and this is not a judgmental take on my part. It just is what it is, and I've thought about this a lot, and I think that you're really going to enjoy the episode, and we're also going to discuss whether or not Christmas is pagan. Should we even be celebrating christmas and so we'll discuss all of that tomorrow um all right thanks for bearing with us today with all of the crazy technological things and we'll be back in the studio tomorrow and everything will be smooth sailing there and then guess what on thursday we've got dallas jenkins he's going to be in studio with us he's the creator of the chosen so if you've got questions for dallas jenkins send them my way. I will try to get those questions answered for you. All right. That's all we have for today. We will see you guys back here tomorrow.